Hey, hey, hey. This your boy Smitty. What's going on? Y'all know how to do it. <clears throat> I got to tell it like it is. Because that's what I do. This episode is going to be about Le'Veon Bell and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but before I get into that, I want to thank y'all for tuning in, taking a quick listen to this podcast. Uh, I'm not going to hold y'all all day. I'm going to just give y'all my thoughts. We can listen to some music and we can keep it moving. But I like to keep it simple as possible. But uh, yes, this Le'Veon Bell situation has gone on long enough. And I think it's finally coming to an end. But, um, to make a long story short, this saga has been going on for about two to three years. And things like this never end well because when it comes to money and contracts, you know, it's a slippery slope. Uh, I actually see the... I actually see the problem from both sides, but on this particular issue, I would have to part, you know, part size with Le'Veon Bill. I mean, arguably he's the top running back in the league right now, and anybody wants to argue that we can fight. Uh, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, as an organization, uh, as classy as they've been over the years, I would expect them to you know, handle their business a little bit better. Uh, yes, I understand he had problems in the past. Uh, yes, I understand, you know, he had a couple of injuries. And another in the third point, you know, he's approaching 30. He is about 27, I think. And they say the shelf life on the running back starts to go down here at 30. But I'm here to tell you, Adrian Peterson not hearing that. I'm going to just tell you that right there, right then and there. Uh, Walter Payton wasn't hearing it. Emmett Smith wasn't hearing it. Barry Sanders is only retired because I think, I think personally he just didn't want to be in Detroit anymore because he tried to come back. But 30 years old to a running back is, you know, not old in all cases. It depends on your build, you know, your work ethic. Uh, your workouts, it just depends on, <clears throat> excuse me, depends on a lot of things. And like I said, Adrian Peterson defined odds right now at 33 years old. So who's to say Le'Veon Bell won't play till he's around the same age or possibly older? Uh, for one, uh, he's a dual threat back who can catch out the backfield, who can line up at the line. Uh, so he's more than the running back. He has, you know, a martial type, martial fault type skill set. So if y'all worried about, you know, can he last past 30? The writing's on the wall. Yes, he can. But get back to what I was saying about, you know, getting this guy paid. Uh, he has a franchise tag of, uh, $14.5 million, and it seems, you know, it's not enough, but, you know, it would make him the highest paid running back this year. 
But what he's looking for is something long-term, which all football players look forward to. Uh, who's to say that he gets a career in the injury with no guaranteed money after the season? Then what? Uh, do you, uh, should I say, will you uh, pay that, you know, franchise tag tender uh, over the next five years, which is possibly going to happen anyway. But um, he's looking for guaranteed money, money up front, which I totally understand. Like I said, he's possibly the best back in football. So why would he not get his money? Um, if Adrian Peterson was eligible for that kind of money, you know, years ago when he was much younger and then the prime of his career, uh, he probably would have got that kind of money. But the salary cap switches up every year and the pay grade gets higher uh, by running back. So by him being, you know, the best back in football, he deserved the best pay. Uh, right now, Todd Gurley just signed a contract not too long ago that put him at the top, but Le'Veon Bell should be above that because he's done it longer and uh, I think he's been a bit more productive and consistent. Um... The Steelers, like I said, have put him on the trade block. They're listening to the office. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if they can unload him and where he goes. Uh, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a break right now. And when I come back, I'm going to let y'all know my five best fits for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, y'all take a quick listen to these tunes. And I'll be right back with y'all in a second. Hello, hello, hello. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, we'll listen to the sound of Rick Ross, the boss. This next segment, I want to just talk about, you know, the five teams, you know, I think would be the best fit for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I might add on a couple of sleepers in there, but uh, <clears throat> let's give this a quick look. Uh, first team I'm going to go with would probably be, i go to New York Jets. Uh, I love what Todd Bowles is doing in New York. Um, he doesn't have, you know, the proper run game behind that young quarterback. Uh, I think he has a few pieces on the offensive line he still needs to address. But a running back like Le'Veon Bell would help out a rookie quarterback like Sam Donner, you know, as being a safety blanket in the backfield, a reliable runner behind him. Uh, because Bill has a Hall of Fame written all over him if – he lands in the right spot after he leaves Pittsburgh. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the Jets would probably be, you know, a very good spot for Le'Veon. Uh, they have a loud power. I know they do. Uh, and Isaiah Crowell, but, you know, Le'Veon Bell is just, you know, he's just a different type monster. And I think, uh, yeah, like I said, I think him playing behind that rookie quarterback, I think it would make it a transitional whole lot easier, you know, for Sam Darnold. Uh, we'll see how that turns out, but the Jets would be my first pick. Uh, my next pick would probably be the Buccaneers. Uh, they lost Doug Martin uh, last year. Well, they released him actually in the offseason uh, because he was having, you know, trouble off the field. Uh, Peyton Barber is the starting running back right now. Uh, they also cut Charlie Sim, their best receiving back the last couple of years. So they're needed, you know, they need a running back. And 
could you imagine, you know, Bill in the backfield and you got Evans and Deshaun Jackson lined up on the outside who are already killing the lead, taking the lead by storm? I mean, that would be one crazy offense, man. I just, I couldn't imagine. But if they get Le'Veon Bell, oh, I think they will win the NFC South easily. Because uh, Atlanta, Atlanta and New Orleans is struggling on defense, and the Panthers are inconsistent. Uh, they're too up and down, in my opinion. So if they get Le'Veon Bell, that, that would be the team in the NFC South I would look out for. Uh, yes, they have Jamin Winston coming back soon, but who's to say Ryan Fitzpatrick might play a little bit longer than expected. So that would be my second pick. Third pick would probably be the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has never had an elite court, uh, elite running back, I'm sorry. And if he gets Bell, along with already having Ronda Cobb, who's a dual threat, uh, Jimmy Graham, who's one of the best red zone targets in the NFL, and Devontae Adams, who's one of the top up-and-coming receivers. And you add Le'Veon Bell to that mix, uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's always who's already considered as a Super Bowl contender just because he's the quarterback. And you put Bell on that team, man, the, <clears throat> the stock market would crash, I'm telling you. Uh, the Ravens would go through the roof if they add Bell to that team. Uh, it would become right, probably become right back to being in tighter town pretty quick. Because, uh, like I say, if Aaron Rodgers can overcome that leg injury he suffered in the first game of the season, and play most of the season with Bill. Oh man, I could, yeah, I could see the Packers going to the Super Bowl, probably winning it all. Even though their defense, you know, isn't the best, I think uh, they could score enough points, you know, to override that, like the Colts did back in the day with Peyton Manning and Harrison and Reggie Wayne and Edge. So, uh, yeah, I could actually see that, you know, that happen. Uh, my next team, fourth team, I'll take the Colts as a sleeper team. Well, not as a sleeper, but I'll take them as one of my teams. Uh, like, um, Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, you know, hasn't had, you know, uh, elite back. And I think it's time for him to get one. Uh, I hate that they, I hate that they use, you know, undersized receivers. You know, I haven't seen, you know, uh, like an average side receiver with Andrew Lux, just since he's been there, probably Reggie Wayne, but that didn't last long. Um, a running back like Bill, you know, could also, you know, help with the offensive line problem because uh, I still think they still haven't addressed that. But most of all, I think this team right here, more than any team that I have on, on this list, is able to pay him the money that he wants. Uh, the Colts have $51 million in cap space next season, which uh, gives them a handsome amount to sign him. And maybe another, you know, key free agent, maybe on the other side of the ball or on that offensive line, as I was speaking of earlier. But if they want Andrew Luck, you know, to stay upright and keep that shoulder out of, you know, out of the injury, <laughs> injury protocol, get him a running back, build him a line. Build around him. Still haven't done it. He's been here, what, seven seasons already? Get together, Indianapolis, and, you know, 
That shoulder didn't look too good last year. But, uh, hey, who am I to say? Okay, 15. Uh, this will probably be somewhat like Green Bay, but I would say Houston, Texas. Uh, if you think about it, they have uh, one of the best receivers in the league, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, and one of the best supporting wide receivers, number twos in the league, and Will Fuller, who's fastly rising up the board, you know, as one of the best number two receivers in the league. Uh, this would also be a dynamic trio, much like Tampa Bay. Could you imagine Bell, you know, running with Houston? And they already have dynamic playmakers already. Uh, they haven't had a dynamic running back since Arian Foster, you know, a couple of years ago. But he was always injured. With Bell, I think uh, it would, you know, catapult Houston. Yes, they're 0-3. But if they, you know, get to run the ball and it opens up, you know, more play-action pass uh, for Hopkins and Fuller, uh, Deshaun Watson could be very dangerous. So Houston would probably be my fifth pick. And sleeper team, I would have to say uh, Detroit. Uh, yes, I like what they did with Carrion Johnson and the Garrett Blunt. But for Matthew Stafford with an arm like he has, uh, and Bell can line up, you know, at receiver, that offense could be even more dynamic. Yes, they have problems on the offensive line as well. But I think Bell's natural ability can offset that because he's a patient runner. Now, Detroit being my sleeper team, I think uh, I actually think uh, the Steelers would uh, probably ask for a second round pick, maybe, maybe a couple of second round picks, and I would probably send over uh, probably Carry On Johnson and. Probably whatever else they're asking for. Because uh, Detroit has been a while since y'all had, you know, a tight running back like that. Maybe Barry Sanders, and that's been whew, 20 years already. So, uh, yeah, y'all get it together. And uh, y'all look into that. But those are my five teams that, uh, that uh, I think uh, Le'Veon Bell would fit perfect. Now, on the side note, I would love my Atlanta Falcons to get him because um, I actually don't see Devontae Freeman, you know, lasting too much longer. Uh, the injuries are now piling up. Uh, he had, you know, a couple of concussions last couple of seasons. He had a PCL tear in the playoffs last year, which I think lingered over into the offseason, and now it's bothering him to start the regular season. So I can see the Falcons moving him. And... <clears throat> And what they have in Tevin Coleman, I think uh, they can work with that. But if they add Le'Veon Bell with Coleman, and Coleman, by the way, is a free agent next year. So that's why I think, you know, this Bell move would be perfect for Atlanta. Uh, you have Freeman who battles injuries and Coleman who may not be there next year. Uh, if you go after a running back like Bell and put him up with Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and maybe Muhammad Sanu if he's there. Uh, I would definitely look into making that move if I'm Atlanta. But what do I know? I'm just speaking my two cents. But uh, I'll be right back.
hello, hello. Well, it's going to be interesting, like I said, down the stretch, man, with this Le'Veon Bell situation. I think Pittsburgh just has a tough decision to make because uh, this is lingering over and it's, you know, carrying over into the locker room and it's frustrating everybody. So it's just best that they part ways with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, it's nothing more else there, you know, to salvage out of that relationship. But to just cut it on off and let everybody cut their ties and go their separate ways. Because um, if you haven't seen in the news, uh, Antonio Brown, for personal reasons, he says, you know, missed practice last week. Um, and it's really, you know, starting to make Mike Tumlin look bad. Uh, he already has had former Steelers down his neck, you know, want him out. And I'm not going to say no names, but if y'all been following, y'all know who I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, this is a situation that definitely got ugly and it's just carrying over. And it has them off to a, a zero one and one start, something that's not characteristic of that team. Uh, hopefully they can pick it up soon because, uh, they're one of the NFL's namesakes, so them not being in the playoffs, uh, it's pretty, you know, tough to watch sometimes. But, yeah, just cut ties, let it go, trade them, do what you're going to do. Everybody move on. But that's my thoughts for the Le'Veon Bell episode. Uh, if y'all want any more thoughts, you know, on my thoughts about Le'Veon Bell, uh, go to openfieldreport.blogspot.com. Uh, I wrote, I've written a couple of articles on Le'Veon Bell. Uh, you can also go to the Atlanta Sports Blog. Blogspot.com and see why I think he would be a perfect fit for the Falcons. Uh, I gave y'all a little insight on that uh, post, but I want y'all to go read it and tell me what y'all think and comment on the box. And while y'all reading on both of those blogs, please subscribe because uh, you know I need I need people to talk to. Because uh, when you subscribe, you get all the action, man. Uh, you can also catch me on social media on uh, Twitter at FatboySlim underscore 21. Uh, that's F-A-T-B-O-I-S-L-I-M underscore 21. Uh, Instagram. You can catch me on Instagram at uh, Antoine, A-N-T-W-O-N. Uh, Facebook, you can catch me at Antoine Smith Smith. That's my profile page. Uh, Smitty Sports Machine, which is my fan page, and the Sports Machine, which is my group on Facebook. So as you can see, I'm all over because I love to talk sports. I can talk sports till I turn blue in the face. But again, thank y'all for tuning in for the Le'Veon Bell episode. Uh, if y'all have anything y'all want me to talk about, I turn it into a radio show and I talk about it. But until then. For the Le'Veon Bell episode, Smitty Sports Machine, on the Anchor app, I will call it y'all later. Peace out. Be safe out.